Welcome to the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your host, Cousin Cornbread, on A-N-D-S Radio. That's ain't no damn station radio. We're delivering this straight to your earphones, your car speakers, and sound bars on that Wi-Fi, hotspots, Ethernet, T1 lines, shared data plans, or however you get on the internet. And we about to go ahead and get this commentary in and solve life's problems. Y'all ready? Set. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cornbread. Hey, welcome back, man. Episode number 17 of Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your favorite cousin, Cousin Cornbread. Go on CousinCornbread.com for all the past episodes. Listen to all them jokes, man. Y'all behind. But look, this joint, we got Dr. Jack Spade back, the love guru per request. And he about to drop some knowledge on y'all. We're going to talk about being equally yoked in relationships. And I'm going to fade y'all in. It's all uncut, if I believe. all unedited. So we talking Here about y'all go, man. Ain't no script. Here we go. We're going to try that's, to talk yeah, about that's what this. That's what we're going to touch on. That's what we're going to touch on. Being equally or unequally right. yoked. I got you. And I, my question to you was, because, you know, sometimes you get so deep into certain things. And I was asking if you were, uh, you know, a believer. And you were right. kind of telling me. That you believe overall, yes, there is a God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can start with that. That's cool. <laughs> All right, so hold on. I'm going to go ahead and do like a little mini hey, that's intro. Cool. That's good. So whoever listening, I got y'all's <laughs> man, Dr. Spade, oh, Big Jack Spade back up in this joint <laughs> to give y'all, to hit us with all the anecdotes, the uh, <laughs> metaphors, the whatever you want to call it. With the love relationship advice, right, right. Because right, on your right. on the last jump when you was on with Brandon, yeah, my brother, right, right. A lot of people was yeah. like, "Yo, yeah, I got a lot of good responses. I got some 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 stuff to check. You know, what I mean, they like, you know, a lot of people was checking me on some stuff. Oh yeah, but then overall, they was liking it. So yeah, so yeah. I, I was like, remember as soon as you left the last one, right. I was like, "Yo, that joint gonna be lit because yeah, you were dropping some joints and I could hear." While you were talking, I could hear the chicks being like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> I literally, yeah, I was, I was I literally real favorable heard that to the joke. young ladies last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, they was in my inbox, like, "Oh my God, who is that? Where he been all my life?" I'm like, "Oh man, this yo lit, y'all." Yeah. But yeah, so we brought Big Jack Spade back, and right, we right. we done, I done I done on the on the last episode. Well, I did solo, and everybody was depressed because they don't like me by myself, apparently, no more. <laughs> but I did okay. the last jump solo, okay. and I told everybody, look, I done crowned you or named you Dr. Spade, the love doctor. So <laughs> that's going to be your, you're going to be my professional, oh, you're going to be like man. Dr. Spade, you're going to be my professional relationship guru. All right. Okay. It's you know f- from the for, from a man right. for the fuck I always represent for the men. Right. I'm a know your worth king, motherfucker, because everybody because the ladies got there know your worth queen all that right. shit. Right. Right. So right. I hold it down for the fellas. Right. But I can dig it. Yeah, man. So that's why I would definitely gotta get you back. You gonna be on this show all the time. Just, just know hey, that. That's hey, I'm here. Put like, on, we gonna I, put I it on love, the schedule. I love the conversation. You know, uh, I I would love to get questions and stuff too. We can start nah, that at no, some point in time I was because po- yeah. I was beat up a little bit about a lot of questions and I was like, you know. I, I could have went that way, but you know we were free. We were freelancing yeah, quite yeah. a bit. You know we're kind of doing it now, but 
Um, you know, I, I wanted to kind of from the last time, you know, listening to it, you know, there are some things people brought to my attention that I'm going to address real quick. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I do have a young, I have a daughter okay. and I had, I had to listen to the young ladies, how they, you know, they sent this to me. Right. Um, you know, if I'm going to be working on a book or if I'm going to be, you know, presenting myself here, you know, you can't deliver certain things on a trash can top, as my father would say. Like, right. You can go into a restaurant and they can put together the greatest meal, but if they bring it to you in a trash can top, you know, it, you're not going to want it. Right. So what they were saying to me is some of my language, right? Hmm. Not just cursing in general, mm -hmm. but the, using the term bitch, uh, right? <laughs> I was thinking about and, that. And I, I want everybody that. to know, I did put a disclaimer in the last one that if you really heard how men get down when we just chilling, mm -hmm. well, we're not being held accountable to the physical words when we know we're just saying and talking. Right. That's kind of how what you're going to hear. I mean, I'm but not hold on, making but no it, excuses for it. But not hold on, hold on. Right. So, you know, I represent all the time for right, men. Right, right, right. So, you're going to hear that same shit from women, too. They went to, yeah, they right. call, that's how they interact with each other. I just want to say that but, because but, I don't think it's just women, a man thing. Right, but for women, they interact kind of right. like how everybody uses the word nigga, nigga right, right? right? So, that, that's a word for you. Right. Bitch is not the word for bitch. us. Right, right. So, that's not my place. <laughs> so, I am not calling women bitches and not. It's, in a derogatory it, right. way. It's just we were fellas in a room talking, and that's how it gets down. Like, it's being real. That's what y'all want. It's real. It's still not an excuse for it. So first of all, I want to make sure that I say I apologize for the language right. that I may or may not use. Right. All right? right. It's right. not a complete reflection of my message. Okay. All right. So I got to put that out. Okay. That, but, that's a good one. All right. So. You wanted to hit up equally and unequally yoked. Yeah. Because so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball at everybody. First, okay. I'm gonna ask a question. Okay. Right? Okay. What is your thought process when you hear someone use the phrases in term of being equally yoked or unequally yoked? Right. What are you talking about? Like, what do you what do you want to go into? Like, okay, this is what I mean by by that. So I got I actually got that question <clears throat> from a listener. Okay. Right. She said, "Y'all should talk about being." equally uh, equally yoked now like we discussed briefly right before i started recording you know i'm not a church person all right when okay. i think when i hear equally yoked when i hear that word i immediately go oh they're talking about church okay it's only church like it's it's okay. based in the church there's no other rationale all right for me to ever be using the word yoked, yoked. right 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 outside of some christian bounds where i gotta <laughs> right. like okay. Where I gotta prove okay. my Christian my Christian self is worthy right. of this other Christian per, this other Christian person's uh, level of Christianity or like okay. I don't know if they are all star Christian or whatever I don't know. Okay. So when I think about it, I'm always like, man, hear somebody go trying to judge and trying to see where you come in at so they can figure out. Like the level they need to treat you at. It's kind of like when somebody go, "What you do for a living?" Right. So they can figure out how much they're gonna respect right. you, or how much they're gonna believe what you're right, talking right, about. Right. Okay. So when somebody comes and goes, "Oh, uh, you know, I'm looking for a man that's equally yoked with me, or I'm equally yoked with, or whatever it is," uh -huh. to me, they all they doing right now is trying to weed out, or they're trying to like set a. a, a to me, it's an imaginary parameter. Okay. Around something because who right, are you I'm to judge? You, I'm with you, How man. can you tell me uh with my spiritual situation? The level. Okay. So that's how I, that's right. how I All look right. at it. So I'm not you sure. You are closer to on the page than most, right? Okay. 
So, all right. When I hear the term, I know how people use it and I know what it's really for. Okay. Right? So, in general, when someone is having a conversation or asking about being equally yoked, they're talking about being on the same playing field in multiple areas of their relationship life. Okay. Right? They're talking about, uh, I want to make sure that we're on the same page financially or we're on the same page as far as what we are bringing to the table in this relationship. It's kind of how it's the conversation goes. What equally yoked really or unequally yoked really means? First of all, the term is used. Uh, I want to make sure I'm right here. I think it's Second Corinthians chapter six. Oh, right? we got the quote. And I want to say it goes around verse 14. If I'm not, somebody can check me on that. That's cool. But it's really talking about co-mingling with non-believers, period. Right. Okay. So okay. you want to, if you're fellowshipping, if you're a believer, right? You don't want to be completely engulfing your time with non-believers. Non okay. Not saying what level that may be. That's what that is. It now we have taken that not being the same and filtered the the term of yoke or unequally yoked right. into relationships. Mm. Okay. So now it's like, well, if I don't want to be with a non-believer, then I also don't want to do this, that, and the third. Mm. And that's never been said. When that whole purpose was brought up in the book, and, it, and it's never been uh, equally yoked. It, the only term that's in the Bible is unequally yoked. Hmm. That, that's the term. So, so they ain't we, never even talking about yoke or not. It's unequally yoked. That's okay. it. And that's only that's so. it. There's on, and that's in Second Corinthians. It's only unequally yoked. Pretty much fellowship. How you gonna fellowship and bring light to things with people who are in the with with, with, with people who are trying to bring darkness to it? Okay. That's all it is. Just. Be with, that's all that is. Now, I had to say that because if we're going to talk about women and men coming to the same to the table with the same things or the same level, to me, now this is keep in mind, guys, I'm not truly a doctor, right? <laughs> how how can you biblically bring in being commingling with the same folks? And you know, if you look at biblical times, what what were the statuses of people, mm -hmm. men? were providers in the whole nine and women were pretty much at home or, or something of that. Caregivers. So how can in that time they be talking about a man and a woman coming to the table, bringing the same things when it, the, the times weren't like that. They weren't that at so all. So how can we today say that that's what I want? That's how it's gotta be. That's not what that was saying. Right. That's why I wanted to prove the difference. Right. Right. Makes sense. So when, Women or men talk about being equally yoked. Is there value in coming to the table and having some commonality? Here's my thought on it, okay? I have a prime example of watching what I consider to be equally yoked parents. Okay. Okay. My mother and father, okay, my dad, when they married, marrying my mom, when I say within months, months lost his job. Now, here he is, my younger brother, who y'all heard last week, Brandon, on the way. Right. This man just got married and then loses his job. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're still equally yoked. Here's why I say that. Okay. Their spiritual level is hard to measure. You can't really measure it. What you have to look at is, <clears throat> let's look at it this way. If a woman goes to church every day. Or every week, or she's going every Sunday. She maybe she goes to Bible, whatever the case may be. But her man is—he believes, but he don't really go to church every Sunday. So this household 
has children where mom goes to church and may take the children with her mm-hmm. and dad really don't go. Right. Okay. What she has to decide, and this see, these are the things. Your equally yokedness in terms of your your belief has to me has to be decided before you get deep into a relationship. That ain't something you want to find out later. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't want to be trying to pull a man to church after you get married. If he ain't going before, then you need to be making a decision on how this lifestyle is going to be. You're making a choice then. Yeah, you gotta I'm deal with how he you gotta right. deal with how he's so, not gonna go. So my father and my mother were church goers. Okay. okay? As a matter of fact, I went to one church with my mother and my dad went to another. When we moved in, we started going to his church hmm. and I was raised in that church. That to me is an example and how they fellowship, how they prayed, how, how they every Sunday we were going to church as a family. That to me and, and, and how they navigated their lives right around being believers. That to me is being equally yoked. It has nothing to do with what dad was bringing to the table, what mom was bringing to the table. They figured all of that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, they figured out what they were going to accept, not accept. They worked through their relationship. But as far as their yokeness, if, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. they were on the same page in terms of what they believed and how they were going to raise a family and how how that was going to be centered around being believers. That's being equally yoked. Okay. Now, my position on men and women being on the same page as far as financially and, and, and relationship-wise and socially and all of that kind of stuff, here's my thought on that. Okay. <clears throat> if you don't take the time to invest in finding out what you have in front of you, especially for women, stop falling in love with the man's representative. Hmm. Okay. So, if, if he didn't have no job when you met him, okay, cool. But if he's not making any aspirations, he ain't saying, babe, can you take my resume to work? If he's not showing you the, the level of where you'd like him to be, if he's showing you this is going to be something consistent, believe him. Hold on. Okay? So, so are you transitioning? So now it sounds like you transitioning from your your – you're sticking to your additional points, which was that um, yoke doesn't have anything necessarily to do with um, the, 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 the level of belief. Right. But now it seems like you're talking about you going into a non kind of like non belief based version of Correct. what we're measuring. Right. So so what I'm saying to you is I've already defined what really being yoked is about. Right. Okay. And now you're going into Now what I'm saying is what people are using it for. This is the second side. I said right. there's two sides. Right. It's the real side, which really is simple. It's cut and dry. Right. Belief hang, or non-belief. If you're a non-believer, then okay. But if you're a believer, you need to be hanging with believers. Right. Now, as believers together, you can help the non-believers. Right. But your job, your 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 there's no shining light going to come out of hanging with non-believers. Right. If you're a churchgoer and you're hanging out with a people who don't believe at all, guess what you're going to start doing? Non-believing-like type things, right? <laughs> right so right. that's cut and dry. Right. Now, the way people are using yoked and equally yoked right. is centered around, I want a man or I want a woman that's going to come to the table with the same things I'm bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. I, pos- I, I honestly think that that is impossible. I think it's impossible. Now, you can come to the table with like things that you guys have in common right or you can ha- have certain statuses that may be in common but overall you're gonna have differences right the reason is her experiences of what brought her to where she is now 
And his experiences to brought what brought him there now are different. He may be on a 10 level when it comes to relationship experience because he dated a whole lot of women before he got to you. Right. You may have had three boyfriends and here you come in re relationship retarded, okay? <laughs> but your finances is on point. You making 80, 90, 100 to whatever thousand dollars a year right. and so is he. So you thinking you're equally yoked. Right. You're not. Right. In terms of the the the, the secondary way we're talking about it. Exactly. You're not. You're never going to be completely on the same page. So what you right. need to do is find out all of the things that you are balanced at, things that you work well together, things that you have in common, great. And those things that are lacking, now you have a scale of measuring what I will tolerate, what growth do I see him wanting to do himself or her wanting to do her on her own, mm -hmm. what part I can support in with that, what I'm, you know, you have to evaluate mm -hmm. the, the discrepancies because there are going to be some people who come in with, they can treat you like a king but ain't got no money. Right. I mean, treat you like a queen and ain't got no money. Right. Or got a lot of money but treat you like a dog. Like shit. Right? So we see all of that. There's no way that someone's going to come in completely balanced. Mm -hmm. And if they do, you need to run because that means they have no growth and they're not going to change. <laughs> right? So, 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 so if, they come, if they come in there and they, and they come in perfect, uh, they may be perfect for you, but that's because of, of, of what you need. As your needs At get that met, time. right. Okay. As your needs get met, and you grow, mm -hmm. and you now become on the same level in a lot of ways. What happens when something changes? You're no longer equally yoked in the, in the term we're talking now. So you feel he like at, the, at that point they're going to surpass them. Right. Somebody's going to surpass at some point uh -huh, in time. Uh -huh. You know, and I, I was going to tag into something I said last week. You know, like about the love languages. Right. They get right. met. I honestly believe that you need to learn your 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 person's primary and secondary love language. Right. Now, when women look at the love language thing, and, and you can go online and type in love language and Google it, and it's going to bring that's, up the five love that's languages, That's the right? number one, yeah, five. Right? It's going to bring them up. And when women read them, they're going, I want a man to do all that. All okay, of them. cut it out, ladies. It's not going to happen. All right? five. There are going to be some men who are very good at some and horrible at others. There are going to be men who are balanced across a couple. There are going to be some who are average at almost all of them. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out how they fit you and move from there, right? right. But I think that you need to learn your partner's primary and there's always a secondary. Every person would like all five, but it's not going to happen. What, it is, what is the most dominant thing that your person needs to hear? Do they need words of affirmation? Do they need pats on the back? Right. Okay, cool. If Once they get that, and, and, and then sometimes you can give you a little annoying if you give it to them too much, right? <laughs> so what's the secondary? Okay, Don't well, the be secondary, a bugger yeah, The secondary is time. Okay, well, when I'm not patting them on the back, they like a little time. If I'm ping-ponging between those two, we're going to be good, right? Right. I'm saying all that to say that you're not going to always come to the table with somebody who has always had, and, and ladies were going to be, they're going to attest to this. I found a man who makes good money, you know, spends good time with me, but suffers here or there. Mm -hmm. That's always going to be a case. Someone's always tolerating you. That's right? true. I, I, I'm a firm believer that, that, that a relationship is one, me trusting that you're the same person when I'm not around. Okay, so you can tell me to my face that, oh, ain't nobody else I'm doing. But I got to trust them. When I walk away, you're the same person. You are that person right. when I'm not around. Right. Right? And then the second thing is the things that may be false to, to you are, are easy for me to tolerate because they're not, they're not false to me. Right. right? Okay, I can't stand that you don't do this, that, and the third, but 
it's not so, so much of a yeah, deal. Yeah, I think, I think relationships Everything are definitely has all that. about tolerance. Exactly. It's all about, yeah. you know what, I love this person so much that I can tolerate that. Yeah, we'll work on it. Yeah, so that it doesn't irritate me to the moon, but it's toler- I'll tolerate it. Right. So, how is somebody going to come to the table with everything you like and not irritate you at all? Like, come on, that's <laughs> like, and and not it's give you any issue. It's like, a scam. It, the perfect relationships you see took work, real work. I don't care if it's a pastor who knows the word inside and out. Him and his wife put in work. Being a pastor is work. So mm-hmm. guess what? He ain't spending a whole lot of time with wifey all the time. That's so true. that has to get planned. Most If you listen to some pastors, they always talk about how they have to plan time together because she got to do what she got to do. They right. all have some version of a ministry that they're involved mm-hmm. in, all of that. So it's planned. It's work. So anybody coming to the table is going to be work. It's going to be how much work. How and much that, work are you willing to do and how much work? And, and are, is, are those the areas you want to even work in? Because sometimes you've gone through things you just don't want to go through no more. And it's not busy work because I, I, you right. can equate it to going to work. I was telling you earlier, I was right. like, man, they was working me terrible earlier. <laughs> All right. right. So sometimes you got busy work, you know, people trying to maintain relationships right. that they hoping for. Right. right? So you like, I'm going to maintain this relationship and because I think that there's going to be this later. So you doing busy work to maintain right. something that ain't even really going, Absolutely. ain't even going to blossom into what you really want, what you Absolutely. really looking for in a relationship. So now, even though you looking like you doing, you working towards something, right? You really just treading water. You Tread, know what I'm saying? That's the perfect and that, example. And that's the and that's what some people miss. That is that, you know, you need. I feel like you need to know it, kind of like exactly what your deal makers are mm-hmm. and focus on your deal makers. It's kind of like when people say, uh, you know, it's like in business when people tell you, oh, work on, you know, you basically need to focus on your strengths uh-huh. and then you hire people to work focus on, on your weaknesses, mm-hmm. right? right? And it's the same thing in relationships, I think, which is that, you know, you're going to have the weaknesses, you're going to have these things where y'all right. not, whatever, y'all not vibing on that. But you need to focus on those things that y'all do. Here's here's a big here's a big part of it though. There's really no time limit onto when you're gonna find those things out. No. So if you don't have a plan and a goal, and I, I guess is the, for, for lack of better words, right. of really getting to it's like we throw that around like I'm we're gonna we're gonna nah we're just chilling we're gonna get to know each other we're gonna hang out we're gonna are you really doing that or is your clock ticking as to when you feel like you need to hurry up and get intimate or when you feel like you need to hurry up and start seeing the parents and all like the, the wrong things become the goal when you spend a lot of time with somebody mm-hmm. I don't there are people and, and you can see you can attest to this there are people that you may know that are together three months and know more about each other and and ping pong off each other and are in tune with each other better than some people who've known each other for years because in that three months they were communicating they were spending a lot of quality not just going out like quality conversations really knowing what somebody's head is almost to the point where you can you know how they feel and think about certain subjects Mm -hmm. you even gotta ask Mm -hmm. you know how they feel about it because you spent that hardcore quality time and there are some people who like you said have been treading water for two years Mm -hmm. really not having the tough conversations Mm -hmm. really not getting too deep because they're too busy about their swag and all of the they just (laughs) you know they just loving the wrong things and then when it and then when all of that gets normal right the things you've been treading water just become normal they don't really you know stimulate you no more now you want to say okay let me let me pull back the wrapper of of, of this and see what's inside and you're going 
this gum is not as no, sweet no, as no, I no. thought it was going to be. Yeah, it, it's, and it's, now, here's a bad thing for women. And I will say this. Women are loyal creatures. Most women are loyal creatures, mm-hmm. which tends to have them hung on a relationship too long. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, with that. so they, so if you women let your loyalty get in place before the information gets in place, you're gonna be in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Because men have a window. When we talk, to, they have a window. We we do. Oh, what's the window? It, it depends on the man, right? It depends on what he's good at, right? He may be very attractive, and his window is longer because you're tolerating him because he look good. Now, some guy may not look too good, but he stimulates you with conversation. His window might be smaller. When I say a window, his window window to strike on when he can be more than what he wants to be. Your time to make a move, right? So so, um, if a man's operating in a window, he's going to push along the relationship faster than you can realize what level of substance he has. Mm -hmm. If you lose track of when you want to get the substance and you stay stuck into his window, Mm -hmm. now you've become loyal to something that you had no business getting mm. loyal to because you've put your loyalty into his window frame versus right. your frame of getting the information you need. Man, right? That's a good point. So the whole let's get back to the whole yoke and equally yoke. My, my belief on this is if you don't take the time to understand what he really is bringing to the table and what he's not or what he or she, let me say that way, is bringing to the table and then evaluating the things that they aren't. So you can somebody can come to the table making the same money, money, have the house, have the car, have all of that, but be relationship like retarded, which is probably why they single when you met them. Right. Because everything they go through, they just burn through because they feel they got everything. They don't they don't have to put any effort to get anyone. All they got to do is run down their resume. I got the car. I got the house. I I did like that. She would literally every time she got upset with me, she would literally run her dead ass resume down. She'd be like, I'm fine as fuck. I'm young. I'm the youngest exec in my company. I got a house. I got a car. And she would literally run this down because I like right. hung out with my, my as, sister. As if she's doing you a favor. A favor, yeah. I was, Listen. I was like, sorry, I, I understand. Chill. And, chill. And, and I need to say this to everybody. Like, what you have, what you've acquired, what you've done on the strength of all of your hard work and all of that, when you bring that to the table with someone else, you ain't doing nobody no favor. No. You're just telling them, as far as accomplishments, you have the ability and drive to accomplish things. Right. Great on you. Congratulations. You don't need me to do that. Great. But the reason you're talking to me is because there is something you may be missing or lacking or that you are stimulated by by having this company. Right? Exactly. So let's figure out what we can do together to build because what you parked out out front ain't got nothing to do with what happens when we walk in the house. Not a motherfucking thing. Right? Nobody you, how cute when you, you walk are. In that house, that. Uh, your, your BMW sitting out front ain't got nothing to do with what's going on between your ears. Nope. Nothing. Nope. If you are relationship retarded, and I'm gonna keep saying that, I, I, I said because you, you some probably people, get in trouble for retarded okay, too. I think. Okay, all right. you know people I, don't we, like we, we relationship no disabled. You are handicapped, or you are <laughs> relationshiply uh, challenged. Challenged. That's the word we use these days. You are challenged in relationship, whether it be from lack of experience, right. lack of listening. Or lack of learning from your past, or just okay? and just the baggage. Some people or, just or some drag that, bring, that baggage forever. Absolutely, or punish people for what they've went through before. Right, right. right. If you have all that going on, guess what? Until you fix that, that house, that car, that job will be just that 
those things, right? right? Because as soon as you get into something, let's say, and, and I'll put it into another way. As soon as you get in a position where, where, where something happens, where the car doesn't matter, and I, I hate to use this for, as a term, you get in a relationship and someone falls ill mm-hmm. in some kind of way, right? where now they can't go to work mm-hmm. or they can't do the things that they needed to do to maintain the car, the house, the being fine as hell or whatever, right? Whatever it is, right. N- now they just ain't got their hair done and nails done and they laying in the bed and they looking at you like, do you still love me? Right. Okay, so now where's the substance, right? right? All those all those arguments we were having before, this is when it comes into play. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you you need to have great conversation when it's cool, everything's cool. Yeah, everything's you cool. You need to be cool. You need to have a roadmap on how things are going to be when it gets hard because mm-hmm. it's going to come. Mm-hmm. It is going to get hard. And if you haven't figured out how to communicate, if somebody's always storming out, somebody's always if, – if you haven't figured that out, being equally yoked is going to be nothing. No. Like, what what difference does it make if your version of equally yoked means you brought the same things to the table? If when things happen, you have no communication. Right. You have no no that BMW ain't gonna solve who gonna pay this bill. Ain't solving the damn thing. It's none of that, right? Can you plan together? Can you take the tools that you use to get those things? Mm-hmm. Can you take those mastery of your drive, your 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 research, your your education? Can you bring those things to now a relationship and say, here are some of the things I've learned even in business. Here right. are some of the things I've learned in my education. Here's some of the things I've learned in my job that I can relate to my relationship. Mm-hmm. If I put a plan together, if I put if I get the right tools and the information and I know what I'm dealing with all up front. I know I know what you got with baby mama. I know what you got when it comes to to, to your bills and who's after you and who's not. Mm-hmm. I, I know what's going on with, with how you got hurt you know and, and why you act the way you act. I know all of these things. So now I know how to move my chess pieces mm-hmm. to get this relationship to move forward. If you're just expecting somebody to show up with all the answers mm-hmm. They have all the answers for the last relationship they were in. True. Most of the time, <laughs> either, either through after they left or while they were in it. Right. It was. Yeah. They ain't got all the answers for this one. Right. This is a they new need shit. To, they need to work this one out with you. This case by case. And if you I always think I'm going to show up knowing how to lead this entire relationship, and it, it may not work for you. Some women don't need to be led. They mm-hmm. need to be walked beside. Some do. That's true. And some women need to lead in certain areas so they can feel like they're being a con- contribution to the rest. Some women can't sit still. They got to be doing something. Right. And if you try to shut that down, you now might have a problem. Right. You need to know what equally means for that person. Right. My equal and your equal might be different. Completely. We may have the same stuff, but that don't mean I'm you're meeting my equal. Right. That's why I said this that question is is so abs it's just like you said it has no boundaries really to it. Mm-hmm. Because when I sit down and say this is how much I make. This is what I drive. Right. This is where I live. Right. That that don't tell you who I am. It don't tell you nothing. And even and even with the the religious aspect of it, like mm-hmm. I said, that's the first thing I think of because I never you never hear that word in any other context. Uh-huh. And so, you know, even when I look at you know you look at you were talking about pastors and stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, pastors, anybody, all these people are heavily involved in the church. And like you said, they talk about how they got to plan time with their wife or whatever it is. But none of I, we can go to church every night. We we might be equally yoked religiously or mm-hmm. going to church and all this stuff. We all we in all the ministries. We in chill. We got we got all the ministries you can think of. We on a deacon board. We <laughs> right, do right. all of the whatever we doing. Right. 
and you still you still suffering. You still suffering, or you got the the what, do you, what do they call the, the lady first, not the first lady. You talking about a church? <laughs> At church, yeah. Is the first lady okay? Yeah. So you yeah. got the pastor and the pastor's wife, mm-hmm. first lady, huh? First lady sitting there, and they might be the most dysfunctional couple you ever seen in your Listen, life. And a lot human. of times, yeah, because yeah. they're human. But right. some people put them on these pedestals, right? Because they only see them from a certain viewpoint. Well, the thing, the reason they do that is because the theory is is they've. Um, with their equally yokedness in in, in church mm-hmm. or, or or in their spirituality, they have figured out figured how to out. navigate either using God's word. Mm-hmm. That, but that doesn't make that 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 doesn't mean a man's not gonna have a temper. That doesn't mean that the woman is 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 not logically thinking. Sometimes they're still human. They still human. even though the word of God is sitting right on the table, can probably direct them on how to get through that. That doesn't mean they always turn to it as well. And it don't the mean moments, they imp- interpret it right? right. It's all about interpretation. And not as well. only that, their personal experience. Now, some of the the greatest couples have a system in how they deal with things, how they deal with family budgets, how they deal with. Um, situations. Who is in charge of what? My wife. You always hear pastors say, "My wife is great at that." Like they, they praise each other and what they because we're a team. My wife is great at this. Yeah. I, my wife picked my shirt out. Hey, right, man, know my, your swim lane. Look, I when I met my that. wife, my swag was horrible. I was, you know, <laughs> I dressed like this, and my wife had to right, put me in these right. kind of. Stuff. They're a team. They always speak on their team effort into resolving issues. They didn't know all of that going in. Right. They figured it all out. And became a team. So I'm gonna say this to you, men and women. When you pr- approach the relationship, when it comes to being equally or unequally yoked, what you bring to the table is only one aspect of the tool of being equal with each other. The rest of it's gonna have to be worked on. Yeah. I don't care how much money you have, more money, more props. I don't care how much <laughs> you, you know cars you have sitting out. I don't care. What, at the end of the day. If your level of communication can't get you to a point where you can communicate through rough times. And the cool times mm-hmm. to solve issues, to resolve issues, to trust the the direction that the that, that you're going in together. If you can't do that, it don't matter what not you. Put. Let me tell you something. Now, I will not condone. I'm not saying all this to say that you should tolerate someone who has no drive, right? To someone who you bring in, you meet a guy, and you know he ain't got no job. He ain't. He ain't at, listen, if you choose to move forward with him. And, and your your aspirations is to have a man who who's bringing some income in, <laughs> and you made the choice because he laid it down, right? Or he did, whatever he did to make you you are not changing him if he doesn't want to change himself. You can't. That's okay? a that's a message that we should always tell. So you cannot change you, people dead ass. Listen, like don't think you can. You ain't. You don't life have. Life changes people. Uh, you know, experiences changes people. But women, you are not. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what you're doing to him. You can make him want to be better, but he's going to want to make that change. You're not going to change him. You are not going to put things in place that are going to change him. Yeah. You are going. You may be an influence. You can be a motivator. You can be a cheerleader. You can be a uh, a supporter in the changes he wants to make. Or you can suggest things, and if those are things that he says, you know what, I could do this better, mm-hmm. great. But if you don't see that, believe that, right? Yeah. If you don't see it when he ain't working, right. how? listen, it's better to have 
be prepared and not have an opportunity to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Right. If your man is not preparing or your woman is not preparing for the opportunity mm-hmm. in the dead time, when he gets it, what are you going to do with it? What's she going to do with it? Right. They, ain't, they don't know. What to so, do so how you figure when he working on his resume, he ain't working on nothing else involving his crap. Like if he going to be in a job that involves Excel, is he taking an Excel class? Right. Is he is he doing something that when he gets this job he ain't got to learn it on the job? Shout out to anybody that can do pivot tables, by <laughs> <Right>. the way. <laughs> right. All I'm saying to you is, is he can't just be sitting at home playing video games. And I, I brothers, I, I know the video games are strong out here in these streets, <laughs> and, and they got y'all wrapped up. But listen, there's more. Your woman, I don't care if she decides to sit down and play a video game with you. It's because she sees that you ain't doing nothing else. She has. She's oh, trying. She wants that time. She wants that time. She's trying to figure out what is so important that you are not doing anything else. That I that I'm I'm sorry, fellas. I can't get with anyone who. Now, if you're making money doing it, shut Brian, shut the big. I'm shutting up. Oh yeah. If you out here gaming, you in the league, and you in, you these, in the gaming you league, bringing yeah. home checks, <laughs> shut me down. Do and that goes anything for, you do that you love to do that's bringing in yeah. a value to the home as well. Right. Or if you're doing it and you're and, and you're contributing to the community and your household's not hurting because of it. When I say that, I mean if you the you the coach or or you if if that is a great Thing that you're doing and it's helping the community, helping the kids around you. You're being, you, you're doing all, but it's not taking from your household, yeah. right? Don't use resources from your house that you don't contribute to. Don't be taking the boys, you know, lunch snacks to the kids for the team kids. Oh, you hey, go no back Capri to BJ's and get some. Don't stop. Don't do that, right? <laughs> Give me no Capri Sun. Right. That's what I'd be doing. Be be an advocate of helping your community, but don't hurt your household. In the how you gonna help the community in your house ain't right. And right? I, I think that goes like, for. I mean, you mentioned video games, but I think it goes for like whatever it is that right. you're doing. That's whatever. That's yeah, not yeah, whatever your hobby. Whatever is. it is, yeah, yeah, right? It, like you could be in the cars, bike riding. I don't care what it is. Smoking weed. Y'all, y'all gotta yo, stop man, being burnt out too. Y'all stop that shit. Uh, listen, there, there are women out here who's smoking it, smoking too. I got you. But go but, to work. But it can't so, bring I, something say, to the house. Something can't be so dominant in your life that it makes you dysfunctional everywhere else. Exactly. Maybe that's the best way for yeah, you to say. Yeah, that's the best it. way to say it. Right. Whatever there. it is that you have that is so dominant in your life, if it's making you dysfunctional somewhere else, and I will say this to add to that, the closest people to you can tell you the most about yourself. Sometimes we don't want advice from the people who can tell you the most about yourself. Who else better to tell you that you are hurting the household or hurting them than the people in the house, mm-hmm. right? If you can't listen to them, the people who you're around all the time, mm-hmm. right, how, how are you going to make progress? How, you can't be stagnant with that kind of stuff, right? right. You have to listen. And, and, and I'm speaking from recent experience with some things. Some things I've had to – someone sent me an email or someone sent – and I had to sit back and read it twice because it's like – Regardless of the result, regardless of my intent, right, the result was this. Right. Regardless of how I wanted to come across or how I wanted to be or what I thought I was doing, if the result made this person feel this way, I got to shut up, stop, and listen. Right. You de- you definitely got to take you got to take it in. I got to take it and, in and appreciate their gotta, point of view. You have to. Right. And 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 if I care enough, 
I have to look and see what adjustments need to be made because obviously the intent of way I was doing it before caused more of a negative response than a positive. Right. I can still deliver the same intent, but I have to find a better way to deliver it, which is what my dad would say is delivering it on the trash can top. Right. You can have the greatest message in the world, but if it's delivered wrong, nobody's going to hear for what it is. It's right? all about delivery. So all of this to say, coming to the table with something I don't care if you don't even have a table. What's going to make it last beyond what you brought to the table, right, is how you communicate, how you get through tough times. How Who are you in between the ears? Like, how do you treat this person? And how consistent are you with those things? Th that's the biggest thing there, ladies. I'm, I'm going to say this to you, ladies. You have to give time for something to be consistent. Hmm. I can I can prove anything to you in three months. Hmm. Can I do it in six? Hmm. Can I do it in a year? Now, do you think though? Because some well, so well that might go against the point you made earlier, which was, you know, y'all might be working towards something that's not real. Like you might be putting in that effort, putting in that time for that three months or six months or something like that. That that's that but, window where I was talking about. Right, that guy, window. Right. right. So, you know, it might, <clears throat> you know, somebody might prove it to him. So say she like, all right, I got a 90-day rule or I'm going to do this for six months, whatever they come up with. Right. And he is consistent in that time, but they might be consistent in that wrong shit too. So I want, I just think about that well, as a that, point that, I want to make because that's yeah. another warning. I mean, and it goes along exactly with what I'm you're saying. You know it, what I'm it's hard to lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because oh, right. that's what we're talking about. It's it's hard to omit and lie if you're if you are in tune with somebody. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is hard to hide garbage and it not stink for a long time. True. Right. So it's happening. Are you ignoring it? That that's the that's really what it is. Because and a lot of people, a lot of people do it. But he's a consistent time. liar, right? Because <laughs> at the end of the day. You're gonna, women are not stupid. They're going to figure it out. It's Am I choosing to see this for what I'm seeing it? I saw this at three months. Ah, the, the, the flag went up. But the consistency made me put the flag down. Mm -hmm. And then at month five, I saw it again. But it doesn't happen often enough for me to be. It's an issue if you see it and you don't communicate about it. Hey, yeah. listen, I, I saw this at three months. And then at five months, you did it again. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of concerned that this might be something that's really there that you hide because you know I don't approve of right. it. Right. I I'm gonna be real. I dated a girl for a long time and didn't know she smoked cigarettes. Oh yeah, bro. That's a that's a hard one to hide. Dog did not know. Wow. She smoked cigarettes. And I don't like cigarette smoke at I'm all. I'm not a I'm not a fan. I can of smell it. that shit. But instantly. check this out. Car never smelled like cigarettes. She never smelled like cigarettes. Huh. She a professional. When I kissed her, never really? nothing hmm. would have said cigarettes until one day we decided to ride in her car, and she asked me to get something out of the armrest, and there's a pack of Newports in the joint. Hmm. And I'm thinking, who's, who's Newports? Newport? Who, these? Well, for, no, my first question what is, what motherfucker? No, it oh. was. I wasn't thinking about who, who was in the ride. I'm not really. Are you not that dude? I, okay. Listen, if that's what she doing. At this point, I ain't stopped it in, in the period of time that I've seen. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. why trip now? Like, right, right. 
I'm gonna enjoy my time with who I am. If that's how she wanna roll, then that's who she gonna be. Right. And when the time comes, I'm either gonna go my way or not. Right. My question was, how did I miss this? Hmm. That was my first question. How could I have missed something like this with the amount of time that I spend with this person, I'm around this person, how could I have missed something like that? Hmm. She wouldn't be riding around with somebody. I'm not, if I don't smoke cigarettes, you're not about to leave your Newports in my car. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this right, is, right, right. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. so these are yours. Like, you don't ride around with only <laughs> with two cigarettes missing somebody else out of a half pack. You and the person they belong to gonna be looking for a pack of Newports. You know what I mean? God damn it, where am I? You see, let me call her and get exactly. my smokes out the car. Like, right. you not riding around from wherever I. You not riding around with these Newports. Right. So I asked her about it. She's like, yeah. She said, but I don't smoke often. And when I do, it's quick and it's over. And I know what to do to not take that smell with me. Mm-hmm. Or I stay away from certain things long enough so that I know it's gone before I'm in other people's presence. Mm-hmm. She has mastered mm-hmm. lying about cigarettes mm-hmm. because she knows that everyone doesn't really rock with it. Now, I'm saying all of this to say that over a period of time, it's going to it's going surface. To, right. But when it does... And this is the hard part for women because I talked about this before. Your loyalty piece kicks in. Hmm. You are now starting to overlook things because you have now developed a loyalty to this person. Even though this would at day one told you no, you have now said, eh, is it that bad? Mm -hmm. Why? Because you've invested and now you have your loyalty. But does that, my question is, does that make it right? Well, I, I, now, I I'm not you, saying uh, something on cigarettes. I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm not going to hop on that, but I'm just going to say, if you have a standard, mm-hmm. let's use that word solidly. Let's not say a a a, a rule. A rule or requirement a, 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 or whatever. I'm saying a standard mm-hmm. that you find out later is not going to be met mm-hmm. is the opposite. My question to people is, how do you handle that now? Right. Now, every relationship doesn't need to get thrown away from that one standard because of right. all the other things that are weighed in. Right. It is the truth. It's but there are some things, average over there. There are some things that we, we could list of, run a list of that, yes, you need to leave. If this man has been the ultimate guy and one day he haul off and bust you upside your head, do you overlook? Oh, yeah. There are women who do so. And I tell these women all the time, listen. If if it happened once and 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 there's some situation, it's still not excused. And that's it's a whole, that's a whole. Don't that, even get me started yeah, with the bad and Roman syndrome yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, man. Yeah, that don't is crazy. Cra- I want to go into that. But I'm right. using this as an example exactly, to say right. the extreme is an example. I, right, I guess right. that was what I'm using. Right. But I'm saying this because there's some women's loyalty is so strong that even something like that they will make excuses for. They will they will try to work through. I'm not saying every case, you know, there are some men who are, are remorseful and will probably never do it again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. But but there are some times where you're being told up front how this is going to go. And people just right? people just learn different tolerances and, and come up with, like you said, I mean. Once your loyalty is there, and there's a term that I used to use because I would, I would take L's on stuff that I didn't like because I was just like, you know what, 
I've already kind of put some time into this, so I'm going to stay in it. I'm going to commit to it. Right. Or I'm going to try to, like, push past some shit that I didn't, uh, I already know that I couldn't deal with. So I was used to try not to be as shallow on certain right. dumb shit, like physical shit or right, right, right. or certain stuff like that that I was real shallow on, and I was trying to get away from it. But yeah, I was we've like, all had that. We've yeah. all had that. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me not, let me push past that because that's that same shallow shit that got me fucked up last time. Mm-hmm. But then, and I te- I've been telling people this recently, I'm like, yo, you got to know your deal breakers. There's some shallow shit now that I still have. Mm-hmm. There's some that I drop because I I know for certain I can live without it, mm-hmm. right? But there's some things I already know. Look, I tried, <laughs> but now right. I already know that that's one of my deal breakers. But, but that's and there ain't thing. no reason for me to even go past a certain point if I know my deal but, breakers. But, but, you, but with your deal breakers, you have also learned how to find them out as quickly as possible. Oh, absolutely. Right. Oh, you so get to what it. I'm saying is is when somebody's bringing something to the table. Your equally yoked conversation. You have deal breakers, right? And women run them off. Oh, I can't. I can't deal with no man that's gonna do this. I can't deal with no man that's gonna do that. And then two months down the line, he does it, and you still there. What message did you send? Right. Were those really deal breakers, or those are just things you don't like? Right. There's got to be a difference. There's got to be deal breakers. Right. And things you just don't. Want, you don't prefer, you prefer your, not, not your non your non preferences. Right? Because now here's another thing. That does not mean that the person you've gotten to know, I, I've even been accepted back from things that someone didn't tolerate. Mm-hmm. And it, whether it be omitting something and just not saying it, or whether it have, I've lied or whatever. And, 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 but the reasoning behind it sometimes gets eval- evaluated. Mm-hmm. Um, the circumstances, there's a lot to evaluate to making that decision. Mm-hmm. And, I always, and I had this conversation with somebody else. It is hard to give advice to someone when their heart is involved. I try to stop doing that now hmm. because how awkward is it when you tell somebody what direction to go in, they don't do it because they're so in love, they get hurt from what you were trying to avoid them, and now they don't want to talk to you about it no more because I told you told you so. them. I, I tried to tell told so you. Tried to tell what them. I do now is I give as general as I can. Even when I talk on here sometimes, I try to stay as general as I can because – Honestly, I'm a believer, and I don't want to be held accountable when I got to see God as saying, why I led their child, and the right, why why you tell my child to go this way? Right. Or, or, or why did you advise them this way, mm-hmm. right? I try to say, listen, this is a holistic picture. You're going to do what's best for you. I'm not mm-hmm. going to judge you one way or another. Mm-hmm. You're going to do what you feel. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you how to, if you choose to do that, I'll try my best to help you navigate this dumb shit you about to do, mm-hmm. right? But if you're not going to go to Georgia, I'm going to tell you how you need to stay on this path. Whatever direction you need to go, you need to be committed to. Because if you wish you watch it, you're going to get drugged. Yeah. And I think it that is. people people look for, it's when you talked about emotion, making people making decisions with their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I know I've been told I'm terrible with that because I I think I'm, I'm so logical that I immediately be like, all right, if there's a decision to be made, my emotions about it really don't matter at this point right now. Mm-hmm. I need to make this is these are the two options or these are the three whatever the options are, period. Right? I was told <laughs> like actually last night somebody was just like, yo, you like basically have no empathy when you when some like somebody was uh sharing something with me mm-hmm. and they, they told me and I was just like, Oh shit, well, blah. Like I just gave them my, my well, generic answer and are, I didn't are you saying have you no, don't have empathy or sympathy. There's a difference. I didn't have any empathy as far as See, I can empathize, but I don't always sympathize. Right, so I didn't give them the, 
yeah, it'll be okay. I was like, I was just like, yep, well, that's fucked up. So, so with me, I, the how, how I do it is, I can understand. I get it. I feel you. Mm-hmm. That's me empathizing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take on and feel. I'm not going to sympathize so much that I make your problem mine. Right? I, there's very few things that I'm going to be sympathetic about that you got yourself into. Right? Right. But there's some things that, that I can sympathize. You lost someone. I'm going to sympathize a little bit more than I'm going to empathize. Right. Empathize, I'm going to understand the situation. Mm-hmm. I have a little empathy for you. I get it. I understand. It's a tough mm-hmm. spot to be in. Mm-hmm. But I ain't finna feel bad for you. Right? <laughs> you right. did this to yourself. Right? right? There are people who empathize with me, even if they're going to help or not. They'll empathize. They don't feel sorry for me if I did something to put myself right. in that position. Right. You know, like my mother always tells me and my brother. She's like, y'all go to jail for something you did. You wasn't supposed to be doing Don't call me. Okay. Right? Because she's saying, I'll empathize. I'll understand. I ain't finna sympathize for you. I don't care. I will leave you in there. And she's right. serious about Dead that. Ass. I love you. I empathize. I understand. I know it's tough. You're gonna figure this out. But I'm not about to make this my problem. I'm not about to be sympathetic, losing my mind because you did something you you put yourself. So I right. ha- I've learned that with her. Like the empathy and sympathy are completely different. Having no feeling about it is sometimes okay. Mm-hmm. I get where you're coming from. I understand. Mm-hmm. But that's messed up. Mm-hmm. That's empathizing. Mm-hmm. Sympathizes. Oh my God, what we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's we. Maybe my, that's maybe, your, maybe mine is sympathy more. That, than that's your problem. Like, what, what you mean we? Like, you know, right? That, that, <laughs> that, who the, the fuck when is you us? hear somebody going, "Oh my God, <laughs> we gonna be okay. We gonna get through who this." That's somebody we? who's sympathizing with you because now <laughs> they've thrown themselves into your situation right, right. and they're just completely sympathetic about it so much that they want to be involved in, in, right. in the resolution. Right. I'm gonna empathize with you. I may be you. I may give you the tools and resources. But this, this your this your lesson. I got my spankings already. I don't need no new. I don't right. need to be spanked right. accidentally on your situation. <laughs> right. If we both get in a hole, who gonna get us out of here? Who getting us out? Who digging us out? Right. So, um, I, I guess my overall with this whole, you know, equally yoke or non equal, my whole position to it is from a biblical standpoint, it's just pretty much being around believers. You know, mm-hmm. being with like minded, like folks, like acting people or some folks that you may want to grow and, and are doing things that you would inspire to do spiritually and that that is being equally yoked right the term that the way we use it and people are dancing around and throwing it around as you know bringing the same things to the table to me it, it, it's possible to have a lot of like things uh, like mentalities um like you know uh 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 accomplishments um you know all of those things are in like but but not necessarily has nothing to does do does that make it that's not gonna make your relationship no more successful than two equally yoked people right, right. there could be two people who are completely on the same spiritual page and don't got nothing else in common functionally together they're horrible right, right? so they can go to church and praise and shake hands and kiss babies all day long but mm-hmm. when they get home nothing there they don't pr- produce that same energy relationship wise because they're not communicating they don't produce the same thing right right so i can bring nothing to the table and and make you feel like everything's gravy mm-hmm. or i can bring everything to the table and still treat you like garbage right at the end of the day if you look at those scenarios they may be equally yoked in terms of what they brought to the table, but where are you relationship-wise? Where are you with your communication? Where are you when things get hard? Do you panic? 
do, do you do you do you make the wrong decisions and 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 high pressure situations? Right. Do you disappear when I really need you? That's a big one. Right. Right. Look, look, you hear every day with, with these situations, but as soon as something hit the fan, as soon as something broke, as soon as I need you to come pick me up, as soon as I need you to do this, you disappear. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't care what kind of car I'm bringing to the table. If you leave me stranded, right? It don't matter. That, that, there are things people will do that tells that tells you how they really feel about you or mm-hmm. what level you're really on. Mm-hmm. Does that matter now that you guys are equally yoked, but they are never there for you? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you you got a friend who ain't equally yoked and don't make the same money, don't drive the same car, don't live in the same neighborhood, but on the drop of a dime when you need them will be there. Yeah. No matter what time of day, no what time of night, he can come fix this. He can do this. He every time, but you don't look at Earl like that. He, Earl don't do it for Poor you, Earl. right? Poor Earl. Earl don't get no love. Earl in the friend Earl zone, like loves shit. you to death and will do any and everything for you, but he just don't bring to the table as 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 suave Bob over here, right? Mm-hmm. He bringing everything to the table, but. He ain't never available. And you know what, man? I wish I could come help you out right now, but, you know, I'm really dealing with this proposal for tomorrow, and I really mm-hmm. can't make it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I understand, because, you know, I had a proposal last week, and I really couldn't hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I need you right now, right? Mm-hmm. Right? right? That's what, in your mind, you're thinking, damn, I really need you. You can't. Well, no, nah, you know what? Call Earl. He'll come through. You don't look at Earl, Earl like that. Earl so I ain't worried about what Earl over there. Available Earl, Earl. Earl bothers me, right? Go call Earl, and then I'll come check on everything right, and see right. what Earl did. I'll critique Earl's work when he when he done, right? Right. right. Listen, y'all have to really look at who's ride or die from communication, thick and thin. What they bring to the table can change. It can be up one day and down the next. Or they can come with nothing, and you turn your head, and next thing you know, you just turned away to the next multimillionaire yeah. because you didn't check to see what his drive was. Yeah. You didn't know that the man, you know, now that he's driving a, a, a Corolla, he was driving a BMW, but he had to downsize because that was the logical thing to do based on the fact that he lost his job. And now he's going to be back in the bins later on once he gets everything once straight. Get back on but his you feet. caught him at the, at the Corolla stage, and you're like, I'm driving this. Why would I date a man who's driving a Corolla? Okay, wait. Right. Right. Okay. Keep turning your head. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is invest, investigate every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Just like when you job seeking, you may see opportunities that you're not qualified for, but you applied anyway. Take that shot. Right. Take There's that some shot. that you were overqualified, but just because you won't work, you'll you'll look into it anyway. All I'm saying is look into every job. Mm-hmm. Look into them all. Everything that these guys present to you, investigate. Mm-hmm. That's what women do the best investigate you might find something that completely you don't you, i would have never gone out with this guy i would have never thought that this man was rolling like that i would have never thought he would have treated me like that and now here you are happy as a lark he may not be the most attractive he may not have all the greatest things in the tools but <laughs> he's equally yoked in terms of what you figure to be equal and how you need to be treated mm-hmm. hey we got it i like the different definitions <laughs> <laughs> had to break that down off the top. I like that, man. So I appreciate it. That was good, man. All day. And I hope that everybody enjoyed that joint. I don't even got nothing else to say because I bought the star here, oh Dr. God. Spade, uh, Big Jack Spade <laughs> on uh, on Instagram. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, man. So I appreciate you coming again, Always, sir. brother. Yes, Always, sir. my man. And, um, yeah, that was good because I think that a lot of people, I like the fact that you broke down the um, – the difference or the, the actual definition versus right, right. what it has been basically. I'll say, the, I use the word a lot, 
a lot of terms get bastardized in the other well, terms, that's right? True, that's true. So, right, you know, right. now people, you know, it, it, when people talk about it, like I said, I come it's instantly spirituality to me. But and most, that's the right, direc- but, that's the right direction. Right. And right. Most, but most people, exactly like you said, go straight to how's our resumes look next to each other. Right. Basically, how's our resumes right. look, how's our balance sheets look next to each other. And that's what they focus And that's a on. great term. Like, there are people who will apply for the job and may have never been in that industry, but doesn't mean they can't do the work. Yeah. Right? So if, if, if that's the great analogy you're using in terms of, okay, ladies or men, look at the resume. They may have not done the job you're looking mm-hmm. for, but who you're in interviewing, mm-hmm. does it look like they can do the work? Mm-hmm. Does it look like they can do the job? It's just like apply- they do now where they hire they hire a lot. They, a couple of years ago, the DC started hiring a lot of industry people, business people, mm-hmm. doctors, and lawyers, and all this stuff to be teachers, even yeah. though they weren't teachers. Right. They didn't have any teaching background. But they yeah. want that the expertise, and they'll the teaching to come to it. Yeah, right. Because what you need is the actual expertise to give to these people. Absolutely. That the necessarily you just having being a te- having a teacher background won't necessarily qualify you it, it, for this stuff. You're speaking right to here's another way to look at it. How many people have you you've met on a job that have a degree in something that they're not doing right now? Man, listen. You right? Know. <laughs> you you got this English degree because you wanted to teach English or whatever and here you are in customer service doing right. right. Or, or here you are, shit. right, right. You got it and, and it's funny because like you want to run down your resume and your credentials. Right. But you're not even doing what you need to do with the credentials you 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 got, and you want me to bring something to the table. Get out of here! Right? I'm gonna tell you something for real funny. Like my brother, man, if he was in his room talking about equally yoked, oh my god, the brother he, he would be going crazy. He would be going crazy I can hear about right now. how you want me to bring something to the table. <laughs> you ain't even bringing to the table. Like yeah. that that is his thing, right? right? Stop expecting me to do stuff that you're not even doing for yourself. Yeah. How, you don't even live this way. You eating over here, yet you want me to take you over there. Like he is completely on all of that. Yeah. But my whole program with this is the, the even the government will hire people just because they got a degree. You mm-hmm. accomplish that. Well, I've I've never or driven clearance a, right, around here. I've, I, I've never driven a forklift. Well, you got a degree, right? right. You educated enough to figure it out. <laughs> figure like, it out. That's kind of how they. Okay, well, okay. You don't drive the BMW. You don't bring all of these things to the table. You do bring all of this to the table, so you educated enough to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Let's let's work through a few things for mm-hmm. a little while. If it don't work, cool. Now I'm not saying, ladies, you need to be rolling with everybody. Some people you need to use your intuitions up out out the gate and yeah. hot, no. But <laughs> but but there are some opportunities that you may be turning down right. based off this equally yoke crap that you bring into. Well, he don't bring to the. He pulled up, girl. He pulled up to my house. I can hear his car when he turned the corner. <laughs> Bet, but how did he get to your house? Right. How many dudes have you, you dated that you had to go pick up? Right. You mad at the dude with the loud car? Right. He got there. Right. And not only that, he, when he got there, what did he do? He brought flowers. Oh, you know what? Open I, let the me door. Tight, let me tighten this faucet up for you. Let me fix this doorknob. This doorknob is jiggly. When you see a man doing those things who's interested in investing in the things that you worked hard to do, that means he's on. He's he's a good team player. Mm-hmm. You might want to at least let him try out for the team. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, at least evaluate. Let, let him walk on. Yeah, let him. Let, 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 he might be able to walk, walk on. on. I ain't saying you got to go give everybody a scholarship, <laughs> but he might walk on. You True know what story. I mean? True story. True yeah. story. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up, man. No I appreciate it. Dr. Spade back on this joint one more time, <laughs> man. We appreciate everybody for listening. Hit him with your Instagram. Do you remember your Instagram this time? It's Big Jack Spade. Big Jack right. Spade. I got it, yeah. I got it right that you got time. It right. So you got it right. 
hit Big Jack Spade up on Instagram. Uh, y'all got questions, hit them in his inbox. No doubt. Or hit me, whatever y'all know. I'm Cousin Cornbread on everything. It's another episode of the Sex Travel Sports Food. We focus all on relationships this episode because that's how I do when I got the experts in the house. So I appreciate y'all, man. We out of here. Log out.